compliments of the new season everybody yes it's never too late to declare happy new year right that's right so before we dive into it we want to start by wishing everyone a safe and prosperous 2021 absolutely and as this is our very first podcast yay So we're going to be starting by doing a review of 2020. We'll also throw in a bit of our own personal stories. Mm -hmm. We are also hoping that through this podcast, you get to know a bit about your host as we go on this journey together. So let's get right into it. Certainly. Um, Trey, why don't you start by describing how the year 2020 was for you personally? Well, um, 2020 has been wildly crazy and a huge learning curve. But also, it's been a really personal year for me. I'll explain why later. So much happened and the year felt like a lifetime, but then again, it was gone before we knew it. So to sort of uh, give a breakdown of my year, I'll start from January, which was quite a hyped up month for me. Things were looking bright. Now remember we had registered our agency. We were super excited. And I also had hopes of being part of this massive project, although it was still in a proposal stage at that time. For me, it was just going to be another normal year, only with new beginnings. I think it's worth the mention that the previous year, Nam and I had quit our jobs. (laughs) We worked (laughs) at the same agency. And so we were trying to find our footing and establish ourselves as startups. By then, we would only hear about the coronavirus on the media. It was still in Wuhan, China, and only beginning to penetrate some parts of Europe towards end of January. So, so it was like a foreign uh, pandemic to us, yeah? Yes, exactly. So we were still in our old normal, <laughs> the real normal, as I call it. <laughs> um, in February, things were looking even brighter. We had eventing clients approaching us about their events later in the year. We had high hopes of onboarding a few more clients. Things were really promising. And the fact that I had no notable income didn't faze me at all because my hope was in the future. In March, Mm -hmm. that's when things started to get real. Zambia confirmed its first cases of coronavirus. And in South Africa, they announced their three-week lockdown, the very first one. And here, although it wasn't a full lockdown, the government implemented restrictive measures and it felt like things had just changed overnight. Events were getting postponed and eventually cancelled. People were working remotely. Most projects were put on hold. And some of us, however, thought all this craziness was going to go away in no time. And evidently, we were wrong. In April, um, that's when I really started feeling the effects of social distancing. These friends is when it became very personal for me as I went on a self-discovery journey. Initially, it was a harrowing experience. I went through certain phases from anxiety, self-blame, self-doubt. I felt all bent out even without doing anything. I was just so tired. And this was because I forgot to take care of myself self-care is very important. I spent most of the time alone, so that gave me ample time to be critical of myself. I started thinking about the 
things that I could have done differently and constantly posing the question, how did I get here? That would just uh-huh. drive me nuts. Moreover, the uncertainty of the future and the fact that I didn't have any assured income made me even more mm-hmm. anxious now at this point. I was also consuming a lot of unhealthy content from social media, the mainstream media, and it made the situation incredibly scary for me. I also realized that I had kept so many things bottled up, particularly grief. You know, after losing- Which isn't good. Yes, because I lost my dad in, in December 2017 and mom in December 2018. So by spending so much time confined in my space and alone, that grief also resurfaced because I was mm-hmm. longing to just pick up a call and like talk to mom or dad and you know just share what I was going through. Um, even yeah. without sharing, you know how I don't know how these people do it, but they just have this calm that they bring with them. So I was also longing for that. So anything and everything could trigger me and I found myself shockingly breaking down over the smallest of things. And that went on for like a couple of months. So this was like my first stage of lockdown. And this was like the the first quarter into um, into the second one. So now the second stage was when I started thinking of things and hobbies that I could take up on just to save myself and uh-huh. you know the fact that most places were closed didn't help so now you had to find things that you could do in your own space so I started reading uh-huh. a lot cooking trying out new recipes exercising I've always had a proclivity for exercising, but I found myself doing it as a distraction to an extent that I overdid it and lost a bit of weight because I was also a finicky eater at that time. And it became a little unhealthy. I was looking so unhealthy. Recently, I was showing my niece, Gail, (laughs) a pic uh, from, from around the same time and I looked so worn out. My skin was saying a lot. Yeah, so I, I I still hadn't found my balance emotionally, spiritually, and physically. You know, I'm a Christian and I mm. feel like my faith was not really grounded. I would pray, but not earnestly, because I still had to work on myself, particularly my thoughts. While I was still mm. in this phase, I also got shaken up a bit in June. Um, when my friend tested positive for coronavirus. When I talked to her, she was literally gasping for air, told me she couldn't breathe and that she was tired. And that terrified me a lot. She eventually- I actually remember this time because mm-hmm. you you actually reached out to me and I could sense um, the worry in your voice. And you were like, no, please take care of yourself, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I actually remember thinking, I'm like, I think it's everything is catching up with you and you really felt shaken up by it exactly like, like when, it, when it touches somebody that you know by name mm. that's when everything becomes real right so that's exactly when i realized how precious life is and how not to take everything for granted you know the fact that you can sleep you can 
uh, breathe properly, you can eat and enjoy a meal, go for a run, drink your water. You know, I came to the realization that nothing matters more than a healthy, happy life. Exactly. Yeah, that kind of shifted things for me. I started reaching out more to the people I love. I treasured relationships. The relationship with my boyfriend, who, by the way, was my pillar of strength (laughs) when I was almost falling into depression. My siblings, my nieces and nephews and my friends. Not to mention you, Nam. We've been through it all together. (laughs) Yeah, to such an extent that your parents saw it fit to adopt me as as their adopted daughter. (laughs) They're not getting rid of us now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, my sister would sadly tell me to snap out of it and not to be too hard on myself. Because I think... um, in, in that state, I, I was in that state because I was so disappointed by the fact that I wasn't even close to getting where I thought I would be at that time. Uh-huh. The things that I had set out to do were beyond my reach and just the fear of the unknown. Also, 2020 being a year of disruption made it even harder because yeah. you, couldn't, you couldn't do all the things that you had wanted to do the things that we had planned to do it so, felt like to some extent things came to a halt exactly exactly so i i wasn't seeing it that way to say it's not it's not just me you know it's affecting everyone in different ways altogether but everyone is being affected by all these events that are happening so I think at this phase, that's when I also started realizing that. And I found myself resetting and decompressing. And I unplugged from the noise of social media. I doubled down on the things that I do well and focused on maintaining a positive energy. I started finding positivity in the grimmest of situations and happiness in the smallest of things. The more optimistic I got, the more good things just started unfolding for me and the people around me. It's amazing. My faith grew stronger and my spiritual life improved, worked on my diet, regulated my exercises, did things that made me happy, had fun every time I could and in the smallest things like playing board games. (laughs) I also started finding happiness within myself. And I must say that 2020 for me ended on a very good note. I'm in a good space. I found peace within myself, acceptance, self-compassion. And I have a positive outlook on life generally. It's not that everything became perfect overnight. No, I'm not saying that. (laughs) I still have a lot of gray areas, but I have just learned to live in the now. And although it feels like I'm going to fall off the wagon at times now, <laughs> please, please just keep a watch on me. <laughs> but I, I, I just keep doing all this it's stuff. how you pick yourself up. Yes. And I, I just hope things will fall into place and I'm hoping the same energy will carry me through this year. And Nam, I know we were together the better part of it, but please give our listeners a tour of your year. 
Wow. Um, 2020. For me, I had hopes for the year 2020 and it started off uh, quite good. And and, and because um, I think you, you mentioned a bit about our 2019 and was sort of like uh, we were diving into the unknown. It was this whole big um, uh, world of possibilities, which was also scary because we didn't know what would happen and where we would land our feet and stuff. So so a lot of things um, were were happening that were quite new, um, which made them a bit scary, but at the same time exciting. And um, I think I had to take a breath going into uh, 2020 and I'm like, you know what, just calm yourself, center yourself. Um, you can't control everything because I remember uh, 2019 gave me a lot of anxiety and um, I think it, it I went through a roller coaster of emotions um, I, I also had a lot of bereavement in, in 2019 so I was just I just wanted it to end so when it was ending and then there was this whole wide open space of the unknown I told myself don't be too anxious take it um, you know, like how do you eat an elephant one one bite at a time? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and that was that was what I would like tell myself, and I would also I would also say um, I'm taking a leap of faith. I'm taking a leap of faith, and um, because it was also engaging with people and associations that were also new to me and stuff, um, leaving old negative relationships behind and all that. So I thought, you know what, I I would like to be pleasantly surprised. I know you can't always predict what will happen in this world, but you can can plan every scenario, but ultimately I was hoping for the best. So uh, my first quarter of 2020, was 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 with that and, and and thank you tracy there are certain aspects of my life that you just held me down at the beginning of 2020 while i was sorting out my head and 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 grounding myself so i i really appreciate you for just being there and and obviously um my birthday i think i think Thing for me uh everybody came together tracy was there a yeah we had came so together. much fun <laughs> so uh I, I think i think i think we needed that and little did we know uh that we we, we would actually treasure treasure that going forward mm. because i think right after my birthday that's when we started uh hearing about first reports of uh, of covid19 in zambia right and, and 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 things just started changing people had to work from home there was this whole i think at first everybody sort of like was scared about this pandemic mm. uh to a certain degree but later on everybody started taking it lightly i for one um uh even pre-pandemic i would always have like a sanitizer with me and all that and my sisters would actually make jokes um about it to say uh i'm a germaphobe but anyway that so sanitizing wasn't particularly new to me Mm. but it was the whole thing of of the isolation yeah the first couple of days of uh stay home uh work from home do that from home uh i think it was a bit it was new like okay you know what we're always like up for 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 a challenge let's do this let's and 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 you feel safe because um you hear of all these people that are sick 
they are on oxygen they are on so i'm like okay i need to be like in my safe space mm. but then after a few days of being in 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 in, in your own environment <laughs> looking at the same walls exactly. you sort of get tired. yeah you're like you, you you crave interaction with people i'm not a very um outgoing person and stuff but i i i i craved um the interaction with other people and stuff like that so um and and like you mentioned Tracy you go through this whole process of like within your thoughts um why is this happening why is that and you're like you just like self doubting and you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself which brings out a lot of emotions within yourself right so um like like you mentioned uh, about parents and and all that for me i think my parents are my my my, my greatest strength besides god so they 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 just have a way of calming you down mm-hmm. and and my mom would like my my mother would, would 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 like say like you know what you and Tracy are doing okay you you girls you know you're being too hard on yourselves you know have you thought about that have you thought about that have you thought about that and and when you also hear about other people's stories about how difficult they they are having it and all that it actually makes you feel and i'm sorry to say this it makes you feel slightly better because you're like okay you know what i shouldn't be uh, um drowning myself in in, in self pity and all that you know my life is not completely bad as i think it is and and and, and things. so so i think i went through this whole transition um i i tried to to spend some time with with, with family the family that i could um given that we're in the pandemic and you couldn't just go visit whoever you wanted to go visit so um i took strength in my family i used a lot of technology in communicating with my family i think tracy uh you know how many times i talk to my grandmothers yeah so <laughs> especially <that>. your grandma <laughs> she's like your best friend <laughs> yeah, so i utilized a lot of that to just like talk to her and get some wisdom from right. people that are older than me people that have seen more of this world than i have mm. so um so yeah and i think going into towards the the sec- third and fourth quarter of 2020 mm. i felt my spirit uh a shift in my spirit if i can put it like that where i felt i felt re-energized i felt um i needed to uh, i needed to kick myself so that i can like reboot and actually take um my life and 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 direct it into the what i wanted it to be and 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 i think you and i trace it draw a lot of energy from one another so i think that around the same time of the time that i also saw that energy within you and i think we we, we, we were actually able to accomplish quite a bit um in that i i ended up even thinking what additional revenue streams can i can i can like can i do and i'm still searching for that i i think i've done i've even went into sales by the way i sell mongorize and stuff like that so yeah. it was just like what else can i do i didn't just want to sit idle and and procrastinate and think negatively and and all that i wanted to do something with my with my life whether it it it, it turned out to to be the million dollar plan or it it just taught me a lesson i just wanted to do something right. and i must 
pray. At the end of 2020, I felt rejuvenated. And I was like, you know what? 2021, bring it on. Whatever you, you think you, you got, I, I, I will bring it too. That's so, the spirit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So, twenty like I twenty twenty, I think gave me the kick that I I, I desperately needed, in as much as I didn't want it. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, and it, it, it gave us uh, some lessons learned. So yeah. So in a in a nutshell, that was that was me and the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I know there are a lot of people that the pandemic uh, affected. Um, and when I said the pandemic, I'm just talking about literally the whole 2020. Because 2020 felt like the whole pandemic on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, it affected a lot of people in different ways in their personal lives. But again, it also affected business operations. And um, and not only just a single type of business operation it affected every single type of business one way or the other whether it's in a positive light or in a negative way we were all affected so maybe tracy we can talk a bit about how the pandemic affected business operations of course the virus had adverse effects on most business operations like you rightly noted nam but I think we were tremendously affected because we were still starting a new business and this was before we had even finished laying out a foundation. Indeed, and um, one of the most hard-hit sectors was the mice industry, which is the meetings, incentives, conferences and exhibitions um, industry. Gatherings such as conferences, workshops or even leisure events were minimized or stopped completely and our industry was affected more because there was a drop in advertising spending, companies were holding back on most decisions and shrinking their marketing budgets while observing the situation. They all wanted to see how this pandemic was going to unfold before they actually uh, commit certain portions of their budgets for certain activities. Yeah. And um, Katie, you know our strategy uncle or mm-hmm. our strategy <laughs> yeah. would always tell us that we needed to consider the new normal in our mm-hmm. client strategies and companies. And um, we started firstly with uh, thinking uh, we are going into the new normal and as the pandemic was unfolding, it was the new normal is manifesting and then it became we are in the new normal. So we constantly had to shift our mindset and how we thought about things. Yes, and companies had to rapidly and strategically adapt to the new normal. That's when we started seeing a high dependency on technology, a drop in traditional marketing, and the accelerated use of digital marketing. Consumption of social media content also increased, and so did the utilization of online platforms for commercials and basically staying in touch with clients. So true, and businesses had to embrace working remotely, and we also took advantage of that. Mm. Technology played a crucial role in making us functional. We're talking positive technology that helped us stay in touch, share important information, work and stay together while at the same time being apart because we needed to keep each other safe. And while we're still on that, what would you say were some of the highlights in this crazy year 2020? Wow, yeah, this year was a crazy roller coaster year indeed. Um, some of my highlights for the year were uh, we nurtured an amazing relationship with Prince and the team. Well, which I personally foresee giving us mutually beneficial results in the future. Mm. You and I became a lot more closer, which makes 
us uh, uh, I think in my mind it makes we, we got to know each other a lot better mm. and because we know each other a lot better we're able to to be in sync with a lot of things that we do yeah uh, we met some amazing people with promising leads that could see us transform both on an individual and a professional level and of course our health was maintained during the deadly pandemic yes How about you what are some of your 2020 highlights Oh, I think for me, uh, starting Wayana Media was the biggest highlight of the year. We had talked about this and seeing all this um, coming becoming reality was an amazing feeling. Well, and also the traveling. I traveled a lot in the last quarter of the year. I saw beautiful places, places I never knew existed in Zambia and i felt closer to nature so effortlessly um (laughs) (laughs) and every time i went out of town like um after spending so much time looking at the same walls it it just brought this happiness this this light on my face so it was beautiful and i also think that the lessons from all the experiences i had to go through were also highlights for me I had to embrace Uh a mindset of continuous learning. First of all, Uh I learned that relationships with the right people are crucial. Um, This Uh is in both business and social circles. And Uh to just make time for the ones that you love. Uh, I know we don't want to hear this, but we are not promised tomorrow. (laughs) I have also learned that happiness is within yourself and you find it through doing the things that give you self-fulfillment so you have to devise your own definition of happy and do those small insignificant things that when they are all stacked up will make a great difference in your life and what you think about yourself matters friends it makes you who you are exactly i also had to unlearn the idea of depending on one source of income like you rightly mentioned now you have to diversify and uh-huh. what what would you say um were some of your greatest learnings um i think for me the most important lesson i got was you needed to be resilient 2023 a lot at us and half of it wasn't planned neither was it negative positive so we needed to develop an ability to quickly recover secondly it was all about diversification after all we are told time and time again that you don't put all your eggs in one basket Mm. so i tried all sorts of income generating initiatives just to keep me afloat which made me embrace the saying don't be ashamed of your hustle yeah well there's so much to say about 2020 and if we get into every facet of it we will be here forever exactly <laughs> oh we talk too <laughs> exactly do talk <laughs> exactly um but i think we addressed the most important parts which are highlights and lessons that will help us shape uh, our 2021 so in upcoming episodes on this topic We'll be giving you tidbits on 2021, including our hopes and aspirations. We are looking forward to having a fun-filled, adventurous journey with our guests and listeners. So be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Podbean and Facebook at We Talk to Pod, so that you can get notifications whenever we have new content. Follow, like, and share to follow and join the conversations. 
Our healthy reminder for this week is don't forget to just take a minute to breathe and ground yourself. And please do stay safe. Thanks for listening. Until next time, we talk to... Proudly brought to you by Wayana Media.